Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur Daf Pehe will begin on Pehe Amoralf at the words Ika de Amri, which are five lines down on Pehe Amoralf. Today's Daf is available. Those who want the zechut of sponsoring today's Daf, please contact Rabbi Shlomo Haber for the tremendous zechut of sponsoring today's Daf. We begin Ika de Amri. We're trying to understand over here when it says Lo Yikahu. It's needed to say lo yikachu, to learn, besides the fact that we have a mehunam arav, we need to say it. We need to say lo yikachu, to learn that uh, women are chayav in the same things. Ikadami we learned. Kicha itzrichle. We need to say, mention kicha. I would have thought. Ligmor mituma. We should learn from tuma that just like a woman kohen is a woman uh, from the uh, who's a kohenet is not involved in Tumah, and she's allowed to go to a cemetery, you would think also they are also excluded from anything that has doesn't apply to all men. And therefore I would say, no, that they would be included. So Lo Yikahu tells you that they would be included. Okay. Says Gemara, He needs to Idi Baravin. Baumine, they asked him a question. Baumine, they asked him a question. Are daughters of Kohanim allowed to marry a halal? If they want to marry, they like them, they love them, they want to marry them, can they marry them? He says, it's a Mishnah, it says, Anu. In, it's the last paddock of Kiddushin, that there are ten people who came up from Babel, Kohanim, Leviim, Yisraelim. Kohanim and Leviim and Yisraelim are what are three of them. Chalalim, Gerim, Vecharurim, a Chalal, a Ger, and a Charur, which is freed, freed slaves. Mamzerim, Netinim, Shtukim, Sufim. Mamzerim, Netinim, Shtukim, Sufim. And the third generation, third group is the Gerim and the Haruri and the Mamzeri. The teenage two kiva sufi are allowed to marry each other. Ve'el ilu kohanot v'chalal lo ketani. It doesn't mention kohanot marrying chalal, and therefore we assume that a kohen can't marry chalal. So my Amalei Ruhuna Brede Bishua Kol Hechad Dahani Nesiv Mahani, Mahani Nesiv Mahani Katani, Kohen. Really, Rav Yeshua says that really the Gemara could have listed that Kohanim are allowed to marry Chalalim too. But we didn't mention it because since the males can't marry it, can't marry a Chalala, so we didn't mention that the Kohanim can marry Chalalim. But technically, since the Kohenet can marry a Chalal, 
We could have mentioned it, but we didn't mention it because it wasn't ubiquitous. It wasn't on all categories. But really, it's true. And maybe the fact that it doesn't mention that Mishnah is not necessarily a sign that it doesn't work for the females. Just a sign that it doesn't work universally, so we didn't mention it. Atul Kamehameha of Idi Barabin. They came from Idi Barabin. Amalu told him, you're right. This is what Rabbi Huna said. Rabbi said Rav that the Kohanot are allowed to marry Chalalim. Of course, not a Mamzer, but a Chala. Says the Mishnah. We're quoting the Mishnah. Shniot Sofrim. In the Mishnah, we had mentioned that Shniot Medivre Sofrim. You could have cases where you're Shniyat to the Baal, not to the Abam. There's all four types of cases, category one, two, three, and four, also in the Shniyot cases. Says the Mishnah. Ba'umine b'nei biri, b'nei biri Let's say a woman is a Shniyat, which is Asud Rabbanan according to the husband, but not to the Abam. Yesh la ketubah mi Abam olo? Is there a ketubah olo? Since we said that the ketubah comes from the balarishon, which means that when you have a husband who's married and he dies without kids, and now the avam takes over, the halacha is that even though he's taking over, he doesn't have to give his own ketubah. The ketubah will come from the money that is left in the yirusha for the ketubah, and that's where the money comes for the second ketubah. So, do we say that since she was a shniyah to him. He doesn't like Ruach, She has no ketubah. But since the chachamim say that in a case where there's no, in a case where there's no uh, money from the fa- from the father from the f- first husband who died, then the second one has to give a ketuba. Let's say the guy was poor. The second one has to give a ketuba. Let's look at this case as if. The guy is poor, and therefore, we have an answer in the bright that says, Then she gets nothing. If she was at the Baal, she has no Ketubah even from the Abam. So the answer is no. It's different when they have no money, and when. She's a shnia. So if she's a shnia and she's not supposed to get married, then you don't have a right to ketubah. But if you had no money, then you have a right to ketubah. That sounds like this sometimes they get it from the yavam. So there's three cases. If there's money, if there's no money, then it goes from the Abam. If there is money, it goes from the original husband. And if there's a shnia, then you get nothing at all. Okay. Bai mine Rabbi Azar mine Biochanan. Rabbi Azar mine Biochanan. Question: I'm another Kohen Gadol. Let's say I'm another Kohen Gadol. I'm not married to Kohen Gadol. She's not allowed to marry him. But it's only a suulav, and the halacha is the marriage that they do works. If they do that, yeshem zanot or elam zanot. Do they have the right to zanot? Which means, let's say the Kohen Gadol goes overseas, and um, he leaves his wife no, no form of support. Can't she go to Betin and say, I want Betin to take away my husband's properties and give me Mizunot? Or could he say, no, you're not supposed to be married. You don't have the right to Mizunot. 
Get divorced. Too bad. Says What's the case? If she's with him, you're supposed to kick him out. Of course, cases like we said just before that he went to Medina and she borrowed to eat. My, what's the Do we say Mizoni tonight You say on the one hand Mizoni is part of the Kituba. Since she has the right to Kituba, so she has Mizonot. the the Ketubah, she has, because she gets that when she leaves. Mizoni, Dilma, Te'akev, Gabay, Letla. Maybe, if she has Mizonot, she's going to want to stay with him. So the fact that we allow her to have Mizonot, she's going to want to stay with her husband because that keeps her from being impoverished or without sustenance. Mara says, Amale, Letla. No, she has no right. And she has no right to Mizonot. Vatanya Yeshna, but don't we say no right that she has? Kitanya Hilachar Mitah. That's talking about after he's dead. Because once he's dead, there's no Isur. And therefore, we do give him his own We're not worried that she's going to stay with him because she's not with him anyway. And therefore, after he's dead, she has the right to claim Mizonot from his estate, from his leftover money. But she has no right to claim Mizonot while he is alive. Okay. Says the Gemara, Itle, Itamar. There are some who explain it differently. Amale, Tanya Leshi. We heard that she has. What do you mean she can't have? Yes, but get up. I thought it says that she has. Same, same idea with a different version where Rabbi Yochan had, had said it in the beginning. She has a ketubah and perot. And mezonot and belaot. Vehi pesula, but she becomes pesula. Vlada pesula, and her kids are of course pasul as well. Vekofin oto lehotzi, and we force him to divorce her also. So there's three different things. Number one is three. Every she had, according to this brayta, she has the right to a lot of things. Kidubot, perot, mezonot, and belaot. But she, she's pasul, her kids are pasul, and halacha is after get divorced. That's in... Those are all the oraita. Shinyot medivre sofrim. People are married when they are asu from the sofrim. Right? Uh, examples of shinyot medivre sofrim are, for example, let's say a grandmother. A grandmother, you're not allowed to marry, but it's only mitzvah banana, not the oraita. So if a person did marry his grandmother, didn't follow the rules, and la ketubah, she has no ketubah, v'lo perot, no perot, lo mezonot, lo belaot, v'hi keshira. But she herself is kosher; she doesn't get asur to marry a kohen. V'lata, your kids are kosher. You told you, but she's still supposed to get has to get kitat. I'm really sure Melazar. So we have a difference. So if a guy marries someone mitzvah oraita, so on the one hand you're better off because you have a ketubah perot mezonot belaot which means you have the right to kituba money, you have the right to get your husband to pay for your food, and get your money back for your pedal. Like we explained last time, if, if you brought a field into marriage, you have the right to get the husband to give back the pedot, and be all to take back your things, which when a person marries a shenai, you don't have any of those things. But your kids are kosher if you marry a shenai, and your kids are not kosher if you marry if Kohen Gadol marries a widow. But in both cases, Kohen Gadol 
Amir Rishimah Melazar, Rishimah Melazar explains. Why do we say that Amana Merkel has a Kedubah? Should not have a Kedubah either. Because he becomes Pasul and she is Pasul. Now, when we say he becomes Pasul, which means while he's married to her, he is not allowed to do Kohanim or anything like that. Or serve in the Beit HaMikdash. And she's also Pasul because she got Pasulified from him. Whenever they both pasul, the rabbis make him have a ketubah, which means Rashi explains they left her like the rest of the women. So in other words, since he gets pasulified for marrying her, therefore he's not going to keep her anyway, and therefore if he's not going to keep her, we can let her have a ketubah, because he's not going to keep her. But in the case where he doesn't get pasulified, we do take away the ketubah. Right? Rabbi Omer, no. Halalu Torah. When you have a going adult marrying a widow, that's a Soma Torah. And you don't have to strengthen the Torah. So the rabbis don't have to make a class to take away a Ketubah, because everyone knows that Torah laws are real. And they're not worried about it. Halalu but when the, 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 the man marrying his grandmother or any other Shniot, those are medivinists of him, medivinists of him, and we have to strengthen them, so we take away the ketubah. That is the second reason of Rebbe. Devarach, another pshat. Zuhi margila. In the case of a divorcee, he's the one who pushes her to get married, and therefore, they, therefore, they don't count her. In the case of Ayot, She's the one who convinced him to marry him, and therefore, therefore, she probably convinced him. Now, how do we know who convinced who? He convinced him to marry him because he doesn't come by soul forever. Her kids are okay. She doesn't lose anything. Rabbi Beto. So, he, so she'll convince him because the woman wants to get married more than a woman. So we assume in general that's the woman who wants to get married. And therefore in the Shnia case where she loses nothing, she probably convinced him to, give, to marry her. But in the case of the Kohen, he must have convinced her because she's getting pasulified and becomes a Chalaf forever through the marriage. And therefore, in that case, we don't have to punish her. We, so according to the Devar that's another reason. Someone says, Dvar Acher, Mayin Katana. Who said this, Dvar Acher? Whose idea is this that he's the one who tried? He's the one who gets knast in this case. Says the Gemara, Ike da Amri, Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar Katani le. Matam Kama, what's the reason? Matam Amru, he pesulavi, 
Why do they take away the ketubah? So that they make him get the ketubah. Because he's the one who convinced her. Why do they take away the ketubah in the case of Bokashir? Because she does it. Others say, no, it's Rebbe who said it. And the reason why he said it is because of Chalutzah. Now, when, the reason why we said it means like this. Rebbe originally gave a reason because the Torah answered Chizuk and the Vesuvim need Chizuk. The problem with that is that when a Kohen marries a Chalutzah, it's only with the Torah. It's only with the Vesuvim. And yet, we still hold that you don't need Ketubah. I'm sorry. We still hold that she has a Ketubah. Even though it's only Midrabanan, and we say that Midrabanan, you need Chizuk. So that for that case, he has to come up with a second reason. Right? She's the one who persuaded him. In the case of the of the Arayot, she preceded him until she loses the Ketubah. Says the Gemara, my Ika ben Rebbe, the Rishon Melazar. What's the difference between Rebbe and Rishon Melazar? If you remember, there was there was two opinions. There was Rebbe and Rishon Melazar. Rishon Melazar says that since she got pasulified, therefore she gets a ksuba. And if she, no, she doesn't get pasulified, so she loses the ksuba. And Rebbe says, no, one devet one 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 devet sofrim. So what's the difference? What the reason is? Amar of Chista, Mamzeret Untina Li Yisrael Ikebenayu. The difference between Rebbe and Shemrozan is, let's say, a Mamzeret or Netina marries Yisrael. Ma Dama Deraita, according to Rebbe, who says whatever's Deraisa, get a Ketubah because you don't need Chizuk. Hainami Deraita, this is also Deraita, and you should get Chizuk. Ma Dama Mipneshi Margala, the one who says. Because she convinced him. Ha, he, my God, she must have convinced him because she's not losing anything, so she probably convinced him. Because Mamzeret was Pasul anyway. She loses nothing by marrying him, and therefore, she was she who convinced him, because women always push people, and therefore, if she convinced him, she should lose it. So, this case of Mamzeret marrying Yisrael will be the difference. According to Rabbi Azad, who says that when an Evid marries a Mamzer, there is an opinion that holds. We hold that if, an, if a Mamzer marries a Shifcha who got freed, the kid becomes a freed, uh, becomes a, a good kid and can marry anyone. But according to Rabbi Azad, who holds that when a, a, a Mamzed marries a freed slave girl. The kid is both an Evan and a Mamzed. Then then she wouldn't she wouldn't convince him because she's losing, and then there would be no difference in that case. So what would we do according to that opinion? It wouldn't work according to Bielezin. There's no difference. 
El Amar of Yosef. Rather, Rabbi Yosef says another pshat. Machzir Grusha Mishinisit Ikmanai. The difference between them is, let's say a guy remarries his divorced wife after she married someone else when he's not allowed to. Mandem Adoraita, the one who says Doraita, Hainamidaita is also Doraita. Umandam Shimishimaga, the one who says, because we assume that the husband is the one who, who, who persuaded her, right? Here, she's the one who do it. Why? Because there's no separate disqualification. She's not disqualifying any of the kids, and therefore she probably persuaded him, and therefore she should lose the ksuba. So if it's Doraita, she shouldn't lose the ksuba. And according to the one who says, who convinced, since she convinced him, she will lose the ksuba. Morris says, that's nice. But that one doesn't fit according to everybody. Because it doesn't fit according to Rabbi Akiva. Because Rikiva holds that when you marry someone who's alive on you, the kid's a mamzer. And then you, the kid, you do lose out. And in our case, when you marry your divorced wife after she married somebody else, the kid is a mamzer according to Rikiva. So then it's also deodaita, which means that she shouldn't lose Rikiva, and she won't convince him because the kid's a mamzerim. And therefore, it doesn't fit according to either of them. El Amar Papa, Papa says no. Beulal Kohen Gadol Ikebinayu. The between them is when a, a woman who had previously had relations marries a Kohen Gadol. Madamadurait the one who says Doraita. Hanami that Kohen Gadol has to marry a Betula, and therefore Doraita also, and therefore, therefore, since it's Doraita, she should not be knast, and she should get a ketuba in that case. Madamadurashihi Magela, the one who says because he because. He's the one who convinces her. Here she'll convince him because the kid is going to be fine. Over here, there's an ase because she's the be'ula. Right? Then she won't convince him at all because her kids are going to be disqualified and it still won't work. Elam Rashi, Rashi is a third trying case. Again, we're trying to find the difference between the two reasons. And so far, the three reasons we tried, each one got knocked off by a different rabbi. One got knocked off by just now by Rabbi Eliezer Yaakov. Before that, it would be Akiva. And before that, it would be Eliezer. Says, Elam Rashi, I have a fourth reason. Let's say a guy takes back his wife when she's suspected to be a sota. That's this week's parasha. Man dama doraita, the one who says doraita, hanami doraita, doraita take back your wife when she's expecting me to sota. One reishi magila, the one who says convince him, right? Hahimani, she's going to convince him because the kids will be fine if a person sleeps with his wife after she's sota. He's not allowed to, but the kids will be fine. Therefore, she'll convince him. Mm-hmm. Said, that also doesn't work. Or matzeh bar chalash tamar afilo halach baalalash kotahu baalav baderech asazona koyto matzeh bar chalash who says that she get, does get disqualified and she would become a zona and a sur to Kohen after sleeping with her husband. So then he's the one who convinced her. She won't convince him. We're back to the same question. We knocked off the fourth one. According to Rebbe, it's Doraita, so she'll get a Kedua. And Rashba will say, Shemim Malazah will say that since she'll persuade him, because nothing will happen, 
Why will she persuade him? Therefore, she'll lose a ketubah. Now, why will she persuade him? Since she definitely did zinut beforehand, she was already zona, and therefore she doesn't lose anything. And therefore, she'll persuade him. She doesn't lose anything. And that's the machloket between Rebbe and Shulman Azar. Okay, we're going to stop up here at the Mishnah, the bottom of Pei Bet. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Bye-bye. That's the Yaakov. No.